Hi, my name is Tom Field. I'm Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm discussing ransomware today with Stu Showerman. He's the founder and CEO of Know Before. Stu, thanks so much for joining me today. Glad to be here. Stu, in your business, you regularly see hospitals that have been victims of ransomware. What are some of the conditions that you typically encounter with these healthcare organizations? We get calls from hospitals that have all their workstations locked, including medical devices like MRIs, anything that runs Windows, hundreds of machines, all locked, and they are confronted with, we need to pay Bitcoin. Often they don't have access to Bitcoin. They don't know that they need a Bitcoin wallet and that it takes four days to get Bitcoin in your Bitcoin wallet from a Bitcoin vendor. They are, to a large degree, in a panic and they need help because their service level has been pushed back 50 years down to pen and paper. So, Stu, based on your experience with these organizations, what is your message to healthcare entities about the attacks and about the attackers? It used to be that banks and credit unions were the number one attack target for Eastern European criminal mafias, but that has changed. Um, healthcare at the moment is number one, and... There's two reasons that healthcare is currently being targeted. Unfortunately enough, one of those reasons is HIPAA compliance because you can be so busy being compliant that your actual IT security takes a back seat. The other reason is is that the bad guys are lazy and they're going for low-hanging fruit, which in all organizations means the employee. The employee is always the weakest link in IT security. And so tricking an employee to click on a link or worse, opening up an infected attachment uh, with malware in it, and in, in most cases ransomware these days, is a fast way to get in. And so healthcare has the crosshairs on their back and they need to up their game. I'm glad you brought up the human element. As you know, phishing often is the entry point for these attacks. Again, in your experience with healthcare entities, where do you see their biggest vulnerabilities to phishing and social engineering schemes? You kind of have to look at, say, the last five years in the sense of how phishing has developed. It used to be, a relatively easy-to-spot email with spelling errors and bad grammar, formatting not very good. However, today that is transformed into very professional emails that are very hard to determine if they are legit or not. And so the the vulnerabilities, uh, if you look at what can happen with, with, with the phishing attack, at the moment, I would identify three major vulnerabilities. One, obviously, is ransomware. If your whole network gets infected or even a file server, and ransomware these days is able to encrypt both mapped drives and unmapped drives, that will put a whole department 
essentially sitting on their hands for uh, could be days until uh, the uh, the backup is restored. Number two, I would say, is CEO fraud, where the network gets penetrated and the bad guys sit there and lurk for as long as it takes for the CEO to go for a business trip. And at that point in time, the CEO is being spoofed and key employees in finance are being told to make a transfer to either a vendor or a bank for something urgent, which turns out not to be the case. And the third current very active type of threat is we call these the uh, the W-2 phishing, really, because that's what it is. But it isn't clicking on links or opening up attachments. The W-2 is, is a form of an old-fashioned fraud. It's just email. And a key executive, sometimes the CEO, sometimes the CFO, gets spoofed, and the target employee gets asked to send all the W-2s. And this has happened hundreds of times. So at the moment, these are the three major threats that we see for healthcare organizations. And we, we have dozens of hospitals in our, in our customer base. So, Stu, whatever healthcare organizations are offering for training, it clearly is not enough to help people defend themselves from phishing attacks and the other threats that you described. So what kind of training do these entities need? There's old school security awareness training, which employees are be are doing, are being required to do once a year for compliance reasons. Those simply do not work, and that is to some degree the reason why awareness training has gotten a bad name. But like I said, that's old school. New school security awareness training takes a different approach. It's a three-step process, and it doesn't take, actually, it takes a lot less time than you would think. The first step is a baseline test where the organization sends a simulated phishing attack to all employees. C-level execs and managers know about this up front, and you get a baseline with the percentage of people that have clicked on that link, which is often an unpleasant surprise because it's way higher than you think. However, it is a good start of the campaign because you can use that number first for budget reasons because it illustrates the problem and second for your own internal PR and marketing campaign to get the the awareness for this type of threat way up. So step one, you have your fish-prone percentage. Step two, you send an invite to all employees to do an online, interactive, engaging, short training. The um, module that we have created specifically for hospitals is called Ransomware for Hospitals. Uh, It's seven minutes. Anyone can do that in a short break and focuses the employee's attention on the risk of this type of attack. The third step is frequent simulated phishing attacks that allow the employees to stay on their toes with security top of mind. And a whole program like this can be run and set up within the hour.
So tell me, Stu, how does the training that Know Before offers differ from other options that are in a very crowded marketplace? You have to look at the, the fact that very few providers actually give you an integrated platform that does both training and phishing in a very easy-to-use way. There are no manuals. Most providers are the traditional awareness training providers. They don't have the phishing integrated. But if you have both options at your fingertips as a security administrator or HR or IT, whoever runs the program, you will find that it is simple to set up. It's very affordable. That is also a point. You know, uh, get a quote and, and find out how affordable this is for your organization, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. And it ultimately, it, it creates a human firewall, which in the current situation with professional cybercrime that is without the current law enforcement jurisdiction, they can essentially do what they want, and they do. So effective security awareness training is, is something that very few people actually deliver. And we're happy to say that healthcare is a large chunk of, of our customer pie with very happy camper customers. Well, Stu, we started the conversation talking about what you see in hospitals that have been victims of ransomware. Let's end the conversation mm-hmm. by talking about what you see from customers who have undergone your training. What difference do you see? You know, we have taken about 300,000 employees over well over 300 of our customers, and we followed those people over a year. If you take the big averages in the early stage, uh, step one, where you determine the fish-prone percentage over those 300,000 employees, the average was about 16% of people uh, you can call them click-happy or fish-prone, able to be social engineered, all the same thing. And then we step them through the training, and then you see that graph slowly but surely go down, where after a year, the average fish-prone percentage over those 300,000 employees was just over 1%. You're looking at a dramatic decrease in people exhibiting risky behavior. Uh, if, you, if you look at what business we are in, ultimately, no before is in the business of training employees to make smarter security decisions. Stu, you tell a compelling story. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you. You're very welcome. We need uh, help getting the word out. The topic has been ransomware and educated response. I've been speaking with Stu Showerman. He's the founder and CEO of Know Before. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.